0: Let's see. I think I'll turn over to the
1: loudspeaker. River
2: Radio. Hello?
1: This is only a test. This radio station will remain on the air, day and night. Across the Thames Valley. Turn
3: on the radio and let's have some music. Turn it on the way up! River. Turn ah! it on the way up! Radio.
2: Ah!
1: Spread the word.
3: It's all about you, baby. It's all about you.
2: you.
0: It's all about you. Hello you river radioers, how are you? I'm Deborah Fielding and you know it, this is your life your way. With
3: a smile, it's all about you. So
0: tell me, what's new in your world? Well, for one thing, you're a bit cooler than last week. Thank goodness. Well, whether you're listening live on DAB, on podcasts, on your favourite platform, it's really good to have you here. So come on, let me know about your week right now by sending me a message and tell me in one word, one word, how you're doing this week. That's to Deborah at River Radio. You know you loved that last week. Uh, me too. It was fun, uh, but you've got to get in super quick to let me know because we do it right at the end of this segment. I'm lucky enough to be here with you, starting life out, chatting with you about this and that, putting the world in some kind of order. So tell me about your world in just one word. Head up your show with all about you every week. This is your life your way. So, what's on the show today? Well, let me tell you. We start the show with the glory of the story. We have a great guest slot where you can hear a story about your guest that will be both true and owned by them, which means it isn't anybody else's story but theirs. This week's guest has a story that you will need the tissues for, for both happy and sad reasons. So, go grab a couple right now straight after glory of the story we have what's in a word where we like to pick life apart a little bit one word at a time and then straight into q a your way the part of the show where you lead the way so that address for your questions is deborah at river.radio you know i like to get your messages in and answer them as we go so i'll keep you wrapped up and confidential as we unpack them live on air well, we've had just one reply in this week, letting me know in one word how you feel. And that's from Teresa, who is feeling jubilant. Ooh, Teresa, I love that. But now I've got other the questions for you and I can't ask you. Anyway, thank you for letting us know that you are jubilant. So here we go. And um, we've got some great music. We've got some great chat. We've got some great everythings. So let's get stuck into the glory of the story. Uh, well, did you listen in last week? We had Fiona Johnson, who was talking to us about her life after cancer, cancer, and how she has rebuilt life many times, uh, various things going on in her life that she had to adapt to. Uh, it was a fascinating chat where Fiona made some discoveries about herself actually live on air. Um, if you didn't catch it, you can listen again on podcast from your favourite platform, Uh, Just search for River Radio, Your Life, Your Way, Deborah Fielding, and your usual podcast platform, and you can listen in again. Now, on to today tissues at the ready and my next guest has also had a ton of life to deal with Uh, but while he has been dealing with his ton of life he has also always had a trusty companion by his side and now I'm glad I heard about this trusty companion story and all these experiences before this morning (laughs) or I fear I would have been sobby crying on the radio so let's find out what I mean Welcome to my show, River Radio's Drive Time Tea Time presenter, Michael Borton. Michael, good morning. Good
1: morning. How are we doing? We're doing good. Oh, We're doing good. I'm glad to hear yes, that. I love jubilant. jubilant. <laughs> Me too. That's a good word. It's a good word. I was going with that.
0: Yeah, I'm happy to be jubilant myself. <laughs> so, Michael, I'm bracing myself for your story. Uh, but before we touch on that, can you just tell us a little bit about you and where you're from?
1: Uh, I'm kind of from everywhere I'm a bit of nomadic Uh, I've spent a lot of time doing lots and lots of different things Uh, I've travelled all over the world Uh, I've been in the Royal Air Force as an air traffic controller Uh, I've uh, cooked Uh, I'm a poet uh, He's
0: a poet I, and he didn't know. Oh, I hate myself for yes.
1: saying that. can you not say that? Because <laughs> that that's all. And of course, uh, I, I, the, the link and the connection for most of my life is actually my dog, uh, my trusty Dalmatian. And that draws so many comments. So where are the other hundred? And what a lot of poo that would be. How many spots?
0: Oh uh, dear. So we've got all that to cover I in I'm a minute. so, yes. Yes. So let's delve into your story. Uh, where are you taking us this morning, Michael? Where are we starting
1: uh it, it kind of came to me uh, over the last few days because bruce my dalmatian uh was ill over the weekend and had to have an operation and so i went home without him and that was uh emotional uh, because he and i are together and it's the two of us and um i don't know what i'd do without him now quite frankly he's turned my flat into a home uh and that kind of trigger the memories of how I got to where I am today. And I'm incredibly grateful to have Bruce by my side and he features on my show. He picks the playlist and everything.
0: He's a smart dog.
1: He's a very, for Dalmatian, he's incredibly <laughs> smart. And good choice of music as well. Yeah. Um, but I, I cast my my sort of memories back to when I was uh, much, much younger. and uh, Living at home... Uh, Sort of with my parents, but my parents were going through a divorce. And during the summer of, I think it was 1978, uh, I was in the house all the time with our dog at the time, which is a Dalmatian called Chop. Chop. uh, Chop, as in, his name was Chatter. But we called him Chop for oh. short, and that kind of worked <laughs> in the park. Calling I Chatter. love these nicknames for <laughs> yeah, dogs.
2: Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: Um, and um, then some of the time my father would be there, and some of the time my mother and sister would be there, but they'd never mix. The only consistency in that hot summer was me and the dog, and uh, it was traumatic uh, that summer. And uh, for me, the sort of the the, the saving time was actually time with the dog and I'd come home from my summer job and take uh, chop out for a walk uh on one day I came home uh, and chop wasn't there and I didn't know why and my father um quite bluntly explained that he'd had chop put to sleep
0: oh gosh tissue alert number one
1: and it was tough because uh I I was very confused uh the first thing i did was i left the house and i went for a walk the walk that i would take chop on uh and uh it was uh, very traumatic he was my father was going through a very difficult period in his life uh and angry about lots of things and decided that he, that was his way of taking some control uh, in a really awful way yeah. um and that that uh, didn't help my relationship with my father, as I'm sure you can imagine, yeah. and, and caused all sorts of issues. And
0: Sorry, just hold on. Issues between you and him, it would have also caused issues for you at a really impressionable age. Yeah, um, you don't you realise it at the time. No, you don't. And the lack of trust that that brings is must be enormous.
1: Yeah. Uh, uh, by then, our relationship wasn't particularly good anyway, and it hadn't been for some time. Uh, it, it, it later transpired many years later when I got a letter from my my now late mother. She wrote to me saying that I basically came along at the wrong time. So uh, like
0: it was your fault,
1: and and like it was my fault. Yeah. So my father would spend most of the time picking on me, but I always took took solace in in the dog, uh, and it was great great companionship uh, as it is now with Bruce. So that that was a, a an episode in my life which I found hard uh, and was quite formative um years went on uh i we didn't have another dog uh obviously i left home went to college and then uh i got married to my then girlfriend um sadly um she had lots of allergies and so she was allergic to animals and me it transpired in the (laughs) end uh so um we got a wooden dog called Flash. That's, what,
0: do you mean a wooden dog?
1: It was a wooden carved dog. that okay. It sat, sat by the door and that was the best I could get to having a dog. Sadly, she kept that as well when we got divorced, <laughs> which I think it seems slightly unfair. So Flash is very happy, but not with me. Yeah. Um, but Did I you always, paint spots on him? No, no, he was just a, a varnished wooden dog. Right. And, but I always missed... Um, that companionship i 'd had with Chop and Chop was the family dog it wasn 't my dog, but it felt like it was my dog and um, so i didn 't get a dog when I was married, and then I went through that we we eventually got divorced, and that might be something to do with me and everything else that went on i 'm sure it was. Um,
0: it's and an incompatibility, Michael, that's oh, what they call Oh, a big it. word.
1: It is. Yes. I, I um, felt that at the time. Yes. I went, Mike, this is an incompatibility. <laughs> it is. Or oh, I just went, oh, I'm just fed up.
0: <laughs> all, mm. all of those things, yes. yeah.
1: And so I was incompatible, illicit. Yeah. And um, I went into another relationship uh, and I, I appeared to be doomed to be single because that relationship was based on give and take. I gave, she took. Um, which uh, I was a choice of mine and um, and she struggled with commitment uh becoming pregnant by somebody else was a pretty good sign of that Ooh. Um, Ooh. but um at some point, we decided that we would get some dogs, and it was kind of a sort of a maybe this will help us so I went out, and of course from from a huge list of choices i went it 'll be Dalmatians please obviously yeah. because i for me there was unfinished business yeah and i bought uh two puppies brother and sister patch and missy and they were wonderful not long after that uh i discovered that um uh one of us was going to have a baby uh, and, and it, it wasn't you and it wasn't me and it wasn't yes. by me and she said it's not you it's me which and she was absolutely correct yeah um So we were splitting up, and that was after about six and a bit years. Um, It came at a very difficult time. It all happened within a week. Uh, My mother died. Uh, I was diagnosed with double pneumonia, and she told me, I'm leaving you. I went, this is good. (gasps) And don't
0: you just find that incredible, that life just happens? Colossal. Yeah. Colossal life all at the same
1: time it there were incompatibilities as yeah you in, in and,
0: every direction and, yeah.
1: and I I look back on it and go actually I'm really strong because I got through that uh so I look back on that as a positive look if you can survive this anyway there was this the minor dilemma of what to do with the dogs that I'd bought and she was adamant she wanted one of the dogs uh and
0: We've got everyone screaming at the radio now. Yeah. I guess you're going to say the very next thing, you know.
1: And I and I said, I'm so sorry. Uh, I was actually quite, I remember being quite measured about it. At one point she shouted at me and I said, hang on, hang on. You're leaving me. Stop shouting. There is nothing to be gained. We're already separating. Yeah. And I said, look, I cannot countenance... I don't think I use that word. Separating the brother and sister. No. Why on earth would you no, do that? We're all screaming so, now. Don't so do that. So I took the really difficult decision to say, if that's the way you feel, you take the dogs. And I remember sitting in my new flat with both of the dogs uh, the night that they were going.
2: Oh shush!
1: And um, Patch put his head on my no, knee, stop and, I, and it. I, I was. Uh, absolutely in bits but i d- i knew i was doing it for the right reason
2: tissue
0: alert number 2 i wanted
1: to keep them together and and it's the same you know when a dog comes to the end of its life you you have to keep a stiff upper lip for the dog you and do. i was doing it for for them and and she said you can come and see them and i went oh, that'll just <laughs> no. that'll be worse yeah anyway so the dogs went to to her and i would have been content with that in the measured way I could have been. And then a week later, I found out she'd given them away.
2: Oi,
0: oi, oi, oi.
1: Uh, Tissue
0: alert number three. God, you're throwing them matters. I mean, that's just.
1: And a, and what I, a
0: heartbreaker.
1: I could. Do you know what? I could. F- I forgave her for lots of things. Uh, relationships are relationships. It broke down. And there was another man that came along and. And these I'm,
0: things happen, And right? I'm pleased
1: to say he went back to his wife. So there was a sense of karma in that for me. <laughs> and so she grew up as a single parent of, of her own choice. I couldn't forgive her for what she did with the dogs. No. Just couldn't forgive her. On one occasion, I, uh, um, a few months later, I walked into a pub and someone said to me, oh, your dogs are just leaving. And I opened the door and the two dogs were getting into the back of someone's car. Uh. And I... Uh, uh, I wanted to call out to them.
0: Yeah, but you couldn't. But I couldn't. That would have been unfair.
1: It would have Cause been because
0: dog, dogs just don't forget you no. either. I no. mean, I looked after somebody's dog for a whole year, and when we reunited them with the owners, it was like it was yesterday that they saw them. They went nuts.
1: Yeah. Um. And I, And again, I did that. But it, it. So it's kind of a continuing theme of, whoops. So the in me there was an, a sense of um gosh there is unfinished business here now i i had another relationship uh and this particular lady loved dogs more than me Uh, as it turned out again i was in the pecking order just below the goldfish in the end it turns out again it was another give and take relationship but we had two labradors um three great danes couple of cats fish
0: the whole menagerie. Co-
1: cockatiels, the yeah. whole shebang. And so I got, they, they weren't my dogs, though. They just were not my dogs. No. They were her dogs. And I got that. But I enjoyed that. Uh, four and a half years ago, that finished. And I ended up uh, moving across the valley to the Thames. Uh, and I made a decision.
0: I, I'm going to cut you off right there, because we want to know what the decision is after you've finished um After we finish this lovely song which is Don't Mistake Me by Keisha White it's a gorgeous song and for anybody that's in any doubt about the power of having a pet and the great things that that can do for you I hope you're not wondering anymore. What a gorgeous, gorgeous little song that is. Keisha White, Don't Mistake Me. Um, Michael's story, uh, despite what I feel is a set of circumstances that were not great, the dog situation is just something that pushes on your heartstrings so deeply. Uh, It's something I can relate to. Uh, When I separated from my ex-husband, we had a dog rufus a wheaton terrier or a wheaton terror i used to say um it was just one at the time that we separated and i never wanted a dog in the first place i wasn't brought up with a dog and I, I wasn't you know i had enough on my plate um and it was hard hard work and i was going to move him to a different home because the responsibility for looking after my children after my um ex went was enough, and. I didn't need this crazy dog around me but you know I couldn't just do that it would have been too hard for the kids and Rufus was another outlet for them to silently pour out their feelings so he stayed Um, I lost him last December and it was a heartbreaker after 13 years Um, they just get under your skin and I came to understand that Rufus was there to look after me while I was looking after the children and I got that um, in his last days and I'm ever grateful for him but for you Michael it just kind of it makes me sad in a way that at a time that was most troublesome in your life the thing that you would silently pour your feelings into and you're probably one of your only outlets at that time was taken away from you really brutally
1: uh all i can say to is yes uh, yeah, there's nothing I, I can't more to even say. i can't even imagine uh what he, me, when I was young, was going through. No. That, you know, you're growing up. Uh, there's lots of confusion because your parents are splitting up uh, and there's lots of challenges in life and you're looking for stability yes. in any direction. And
0: that's what I wanted to give my children. That's the sole reason I didn't get rid of that dog, because he was very hard That The and terries are lively. He knuckled under around about two years and became an amazing, amazing dog. But it was too much for me at the time, but I couldn't have done that to the children. Their dad going was one thing, but the dog going was going to be a whole other, and I don't mean that disrespectfully to my ex at all. Um, but kids... I'd see them with their arms around him, and I just knew they were just pouring their feelings silently into his little bones. Yeah,
1: you don't even have to explain it. No, and 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 a dog doesn't need an explanation. But and, and there's this this uh, concept that dogs and it's not even a concept; it's true. Dogs understand. They know how you feel. They are very empathetic to you. Yeah, uh, and yes, it was. Um, it was a challenge. It wasn't just a challenge to me, it was a challenge to my mother and my sister, but I was there and and he was a constant in my life. He was the life.
0: rock in your life at that time, yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah, very much so. Um, but that was then, not now.
0: It is. It is then, but it's also, you know, as you're growing up, it's something else you have to come to understand and deal with to be able to move through it and let it go, actually. That's the key. But otherwise, you carry baggage around with you all the time.
1: Yes, uh, and, and that's, uh, well, obviously, that's astute in, in so many ways. We can spend our life carrying baggage with us or, or we can uh, empty the bag and and clear it and, and get a new bag and yeah. put thing, put the things in the bag we want. I agree. And uh, but I've that
0: takes effort and it takes it work. Does. And when it comes at the hands of your own parent, that's tough.
1: Yeah, uh, but it's taught me to be a better father. Yeah. In the same way as you, you mentioned, you know, you being a mother, exactly the same. Yeah. Uh, and even though both my sons, because they grew up with a mother that didn't like animals, uh, they don't have the same relationship with animals that I do. But that's their choice, but they also love my dog. Yeah, and it doesn't
0: mean, you know, it doesn't mean they have to be the same as you. This is your experience, right? So, you know, you're dealing with that and and moving on. Uh, So tell us... Now, today, where are you at? Cause, so, well, I, I know, because I see, yeah, see evidence most again,
1: days. Again, there was a, there's a, you know, there's a, and I'll, I'll keep it as short as I can, but accordingly, there's, there's nothing as simple in life. I made a decision that when I moved here on my own, that uh, whilst I was travelling around the world, I would take a break from that and I would get my own dog. It would be my dog. Um, and I thought about the breeds. Uh, I had a choice of one. Uh, and <laughs> there so there's
0: no no considering anything no, else no, no at all
1: and again there's a there's a backstory to bruce because i looked for a puppy because i'm gonna take time off to bring a puppy and then up popped this picture of uh a rescue dalmatian and uh i it was it was bruce and i phoned up straight away and said oh, i'm so sorry someone's coming to see him uh today uh, but we'll keep we'll keep your number while the woman went to see bruce um and uh, decided that her dog didn't get on with Bruce, so she wouldn't, so they phoned me back.
0: I'm, oh, my I'm, gosh. Do you know, I love this so much. And we've got so many parallels with our doggy stories, except I didn't have any dog put down. But um, I've got the love of my little life now in sunny. He's a little tiny Cavachon, completely different to Bruce. Uh, but he was a rescue too, and he was taken when I saw him, and I still applied for him, and I wrote a letter in to say that he was mine, because I just knew it, and it sounds like you did I, too.
1: I went to see them the very next day. photos. that was it? I, I took photographs of when I was a small boy with our dog, so I said, look, I yeah. understand... Yeah. And uh, Bruce, whose name wasn't Bruce at the time, it's called Mancha, which is Spanish for stain or spot. Oh. Uh, and they weren't <laughs> Spanish, it was a bit strange. And um, he came and sat by me. Oh. And they knew. And uh, they it. said. Done and, and, it, and they weren't unkind, they just couldn't manage him. Um, so I left the deposit, went on my last final trip, came back and picked him up. Gorgeous. And the day I picked him up, put him in the car uh
0: what charity was that by the way
1: uh it was i can't remember it was, an, it was one over in bedford
0: okay so just, my, i'll just give them a shout out it was many tears who are over in wales who are doing an enormously brilliant job with puppy farm puppies that are discarded um so if you're thinking of getting a puppy just have a look around on the websites because there's an
1: awful lot of oh, dogs out there ton, that need there? a home yeah and they, they just do. need to be loved they do so he got in the car and I said, right, let me explain a couple he of said, things.
0: come on, lad.
1: I said, first of all, your name's Bruce, not Mancha. Uh, <laughs> and can you not touch that, please? Because he was trying to adjust the sat-nav with his nose. Um, and he fell asleep. And then I, I got home and I'd just come back from travelling abroad and I was suffering from dreadful jet lag. Uh, I introduced him to the flat, uh, made sure he didn't do a wee, and he never has. And, and then I sat down on the couch and fell asleep.
0: How old was he when you got him?
1: Eight months. Oh. I woke up several hours later and he was lying at my feet.
0: Yeah.
1: And since then... It's been the uh, love of your life. We've had some ups and downs. He was uh, attacked once in in a local park and I had to carry him through town. And blood was pouring out of him. He was red, white and black. And someone said, you know, your dog's bleeding. And I was like, no. Uh, But he was okay. But again, that was really, really difficult. because Well,
0: here goes... For you now, having gone through all that trauma with your black and white spotty dogs, you can't cope with a trauma of another dog as easily. It, it must just send shocks up your up your spine.
1: Uh, yeah. Well, it makes me realize that Bond, I mean, he's here with me right now. Yeah. Uh, there he and is. he is on my program. I mean, he if you is... could
0: see the, the image, we've got Bruce wagging his tail with his nose up against Mike's shirt,
1: slobbering everywhere. But um, every time I see you, Bruce is by your side, right? Yeah. Well, I made a decision that he and I were, uh, wherever I went, uh, with ex- a few exceptions, aeroplanes, he would come with me, and he does. And I changed my lovely sports car for, for a Jeep so I could he could have his own bedroom in the yeah, back.
0: accommodating. And,
1: yeah. um, and, you know, inconvenience. I get to walk. We talk about that, obviously. Yeah. Um, and he's. He's also been a a sort of a a font of inspiration because a lot of my poetry revolved around him during lockdown.
0: Well, you know what? I think dogs kind of open up um, the, the goodness channels in your body and all the love pours out. And love's never a bad thing, is it? So the fact you've got somewhere to donate that to is never a bad thing and it keeps all the creative juices going. That's where it comes from.
1: What well, it kind of works, yeah. Um, so uh, now uh, it's also helped me get to know people in Marlow because everyone knows him.
0: Oh, and everyone just chats oh, you're when the you've man got with Bruce. That's yeah. right. Yeah,
1: children have come up to me and said, "Excuse me, Mister." I go, "Yes, can I say hello to Bruce?" And I'm going, <laughs> "Yeah, okay." Yeah. So um,
0: you're never short of friends. I think with a dog, I've got Sonny, as I said, he's three. He's a little Cavachon, and I was never into dogs the way you've been. I, it's just really hot. Heart- heartwarming to hear your stories but uh, Sonny came along as a charity he couldn't walk properly uh, he runs around like a good un now but the lasting legacy of my gorgeous Rufus uh, was that he brought Sonny up and that dog's been absolutely no trouble and um, we like i say we lost rufus in december uh, but he all holds a very special place in my heart and this blinking sunny is under my skin something rotten i'm like i don't know what's going on here the kids are saying what's happened to you, mum you know what what's happening to you
1: but for me uh bruce captures the memory of chop and patch and yeah. mizzy and brings it all together in a way that it
0: kind of makes right a bad wrong because doesn't it?
1: they they would be long dead yeah because of old age yes of course um, yeah. but, but but the there, memory that went on is there and, yeah. so I found um, some contentment and that ah. would, contentment is I think an aspiration in life which is so underrated uh, that I don't need to go anywhere no uh, I get uh, that and, completely um, Michael the, the, you know the world is a wonderful place I've travelled ninety percent of it. Uh, but I actually have had a choice. I would rather take my dog for a walk.
0: Right. So, Um, which brings us very nicely into a topic that's close to my heart, uh, walking and everything that brings to you, whether you've got a dog or not. I always said, I I used to walk a lot before Rufus came on board. Um, I didn't need a dog, is what I said. (laughs) Uh, But the one thing a dog does do for you is you have to go out every single day it doesn't matter what the weather's like they still want their walk they still want to be taken out and the benefits that gives you is phenomenal doesn't matter what you've got going on in your life you can kind of leave it out in nature once you've been out for a good long walk so i'm assuming you you walk a lot
1: uh, yeah, five miles a day, min- yeah. minimum. Uh, I tried to tire him out once, that was a mistake. Uh, <laughs> you were a bit more tired than there's, him. There's a friend of mine, another artist uh, in, the, in the local town, and he had a dog and would walk and then he got, the dog went, so he stopped walking and now oh. he's now he's having real trouble with his weight right. and his health. I and you can make all sorts of excuses when you don't have to i have to walk him yes i have to walk him every day yes uh, and uh, that that opens up so much in your life not only do you stay healthy uh, in relative terms it's an exercise which is perfect uh, it's very sociable yes it is. Uh, you go and see places you see things you wouldn't see when you're walking as opposed to driving um it's just, and then you're doing it with someone you love. Yeah. Um, and, um, and the
0: mental um, aspects of walking, well, for me anyway, I would say my older dog, Rufus, saved my sanity a good solid couple of times when things were going really wrong for me.
1: Do you know, I, 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 a couple of times I've gone out when things, you know, during, during lockdown yeah. I would walk at sort of four in the morning uh, or 10 at night uh, and uh, my sister was on the phone she said and I'd be walking on the river in pitch black and she said I don't know how you're doing that and I said well you know you're only going to meet me I'm the scary one yeah. uh, but I'd go out sometimes I'd and, be
0: scared if I met you at, in the dark I <laughs>
1: would I would too um, and I'd go out sometimes with lots on my mind and very very quickly you forget about that uh, because you see something, or uh, you're with, and everything changes. It does. Everything changes. It
0: does. And every day, when you, especially when you kind of walk a similar route, nature's moving constantly, yeah, uh, and, and, and,
1: and that inspires me. It so does I, too, yeah. I, I must have written a uh, hundred poems on the basis of things I've seen on my walks, yeah. and there's still so much to go. Yeah. Um. So. It's free as well
0: It is It I'm is fast. It's incredible go, isn't it Do you
1: mean I get this And I don't have to pay That's right yeah. Just, What There's something wrong here Yeah Um. And every time I step outside The flat He looks at me And says Am I coming oh. And I go Of course you are Yeah Which is why It's wonderful That we do the radio together and And I love I love doing the radio Full stop but I love it when he barks and people say, oh, how do you keep him quiet? And I went, I don't want you to. You don't bother, no. no I, well,
0: do you know, I'm inspired by that because um, I leave Sun- I left Sonny Sun- this morning and he's looking at me with his little head cocked and it just devastates me every time. Um, and I could bring him in and I may start doing that, but he would have to sit on my knee. He'll sit on my knee for hours if I am somewhere, as good as gold. Um, but it's very difficult to move dials and do things if I do that. So yes.
2: there
1: but- are times when he comes, he says, can I have a look? And I'm going, no, not now. But but, um, the the emotion, and and I've I've written several poems that reflect on him. Uh, Coming Home is one of the poems I'm proudest of. And it's about coming home to an empty flat when you put the radio on uh, to make a noise when you open the window to see what's going on outside and you pretend to be busy to pass the time. To to coming home to a dog, because uh, and I might just have nipped across to the supermarket and back. I might have been away two minutes, but the She's look on his face is to
0: see you, and that yeah.
1: sense of "I love you" it's unconditional. Yeah, unconditional Priceless, love, right? Yeah.
0: Well, we'll take a piece of music now, which is your choice, and you've chosen Killer uh, Killer Queen" by Queen. So let's get in there.
3: She keeps a moa in a pretty cabinet. Mm. The she says, just like Marie Antoinette, a building, a remedy, for Chris
2: Java and Kennedy, and it's silent an invitation you can take care. Cave cigarettes, well busted etiquette. Extraordinarily nice. She's a killer queen. an appetite to, try?
3: Oh, 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 oh. to avoid complications She never kept the same address In conversation, she spoke just like a baroness little man, trying to to get your i been again incidentally You're in that way, me. Surely. The forgot she couldn't care. It's and precise. She's a killer, queen. Gun body, Dynamite with a laser beam. Guaranteed to blow your mind. Of her head. She's as really gassed, grateful as
2: a pussycat.
3: Momentarily out of action, temporarily out of dance. Right. You
2: absolutely try. She's not a bitch. She's a killer.
3: Creed, Dynamite with a laser beam. Galaxy to
2: borderline. Oh, oh, you recommend it, recognize insatiable an appetite
0: and there we have killer queen by queen um and michael just tell tell me what you um said just, just a minute ago.
1: Yeah, that uh, that Killer Queen uh, was from an album called Cheer Heart Attack, which is one of the first albums I ever bought, and I bought it the summer of Chop being uh-huh. there. So it's sort of kind of evocative, and I play it, and I remember that summer.
0: Yeah, that's very sweet. So we are on River Radio, and we're on to the next section of the show already. Who can believe it?
3: The voice of the Thames Valley.
2: River Radio.
3: I think I like it. Uh, You give one quick twitch and the thing is done.
0: So um, this is part of the show where you and I break down a word and chat about what it might mean for you. And this week I've chosen a piece I wrote for my uh, Brighter Thinking community. Um, It just seemed very apt today. And let's just see. It's called Animals. It's a short and sweet post. Pets, farm, wildlife, zoo life, huge or tiny, they have a way of speaking to you. Sitting with your cat or dog can soothe away some angst, anxiety and agony. Looking into the eyes and stroking a trusty companion can lower your stress in an instant. What they are particularly good at is listening. Occasionally, they will answer you back and that's your turn to listen. So, Michael, I think you've had your challenges and probably will continue to do so, like many people. Um, You've taken them and ran with them and knowing that they'll always be there, but making the most of your time in this moment and not knowing that having your trusty dog Bruce by your side will enable you to handle challenges coming your way. I mean, you handle them better, I think, when you've got something you can lean into. What do you think?
1: Uh, Yeah, it's, it's it's an element of perspective there 's a certain, certain sense of the world is falling about you, but you need to feed your dog um, <laughs> yeah. I do love yes, yes. <laughs> I do love the the TV series by Ricky Chavez uh, when he plays a character who has lost his wife, yeah, and he spends most of the first series wanting to commit suicide, but he doesn 't because he has to feed his dog and it 's the dog that gives him a purpose in life, and that 's the perspective yeah. that uh, whatever you do. Um, I had a period during lockdown when I had a serious back injury which required an emergency operation. And But irrespective of that, I still had to feed the dog. Um, and I also I had to get other people to walk him. And that sense of responsibility towards him uh, because he can 't do he you know i've i've 've tried to teach him how to make a cup of tea failed miserably got right. a good poem out of it but um there was another there 's another uh story that's just slightly related, a very short one when I separated from my last partner. I'm a prolific separator here. (laughs) Um,
0: Expert in separation. um,
1: Her niece uh, was uh, very disabled. She's got a brain injury. She's physically disabled, uh, but there's no condition on her. So she loved me unconditionally because she liked me and we got on really well. She also found uh, a sense of purpose, a purpose in her life because there was so little she could do. She's blind in one eye, barely seeing the other eye, couldn't get around. She had pets. She had guinea pigs and she loved them and they loved her back and they would squeak at her and the thrill it would give her just made you glow with love yeah. and you could see that and 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 that's a huge example but for me it's the same and there are times when uh I sit on the he never sits on the furniture never uh he sits on the floor because he's a dog but sometimes I sit on the floor next to him he loves it he yeah. comes and rests his head on my leg and he goes I'm where I want to be yeah and I and I say to him I'm where I want to be as well.
0: They're so loyal. So, so loyal. Um... I love the fact that you don't have them on the furniture. Uh, I didn't allow my dogs on the furniture until this year when like, Sonny sits next to me everywhere. He's all plastered to my side and it was me that put him on my bed. <laughs> oh my gosh. After it's, saying that was never going to happen. No,
1: it won't happen. It, it's, well, it's he's a bit bigger for a start he's as well. Yeah, he's, he's, a, he's a very large Dalmatian. Sonny's just a
0: little pocket rocket. And <laughs> I've got um,
1: 33 kilograms of Dalmatian <laughs> you know, muscle.
0: Oh, well, I'd hate that. i um, hate it.
1: So, um, but... but there's, it's been a journey i also know uh through experience with other people and my own through the life because we live a lot longer than our animals that that time will come when i'll have to to make a really tough decision yeah but i go back to it and said i have given my dog the best life he possibly can yeah. he has given me so much love and for that i'll be grateful and my responsibility will carry on i might have to get an overlap dog
0: um, but I think kind of that's what I did with with Sonny, to be honest. It was my son that was pestering the life out of me to get one. And I was just not bothered. I was lazily looking for two years. Um, and then I just thought, oh, I'll have a look on this charity this morning. And that was it. And I knew the instant I saw him, I knew he was ours. Absolutely did. And it's the best thing that ever happened. We'd absolutely besotted with him. And I think it's such a massive two-way thing That I was not prepared for in a million years. I have no idea where he came from. I think he found us. Um, I don't know who's best for each other. We've just, it's just been a wonderful uh, mixture of love and joy, and he's joyous every day. What's not to like about having that in your home?
1: there's no answer to that no. the, the answer is I'm sorry I'm going to give you a lot of positivity is that okay with you
0: that's right yeah no
1: no I think I won't have it no
0: yeah. I, the,
1: the, the, and, I, and I understand some people don't like animals. well the
0: hard work sometimes you know like there are times when we go out and I, I've always got to dunk him in the sink and okay. wash him because okay. he's filthy
1: but <laughs> life life <laughs>
0: absolutely life. Yeah.
1: and and the difference is when he's done that he comes and sits down and goes yeah. and actually I've got a self-cleaning one
0: sits down and goes I love you yeah. <laughs> that's that's really all you need in your life so we're just going to take another piece of music by um, Killer Queen, no we had Killer Queen a minute ago, we've got um, Florence and the Machine and Dog Days Are Over we are with Florence and the Machine. I love a bit of Florence with Dog Days Are Over. Um, Yeah, here we are, here we are, here we are <laughs> at the end of the show almost.
1: That was well spoken.
0: <laughs> it was proper northern, here we are. I've got a thing where I can't say two H's next to each other. I can either say here, have or... Here have. Yeah, it's just a shocker. <laughs> and I also can't say I'll have a bath... But I go to Bath.
1: (laughs) So (laughs) So, do you have a bath in Bath?
0: Oh, don't even get me going on that. That wouldn't be very good at all, would it? Um, So we're just going to take Q&A your way. I'm looking forward to the questions. Let's see
2: what we've got. Dive in to River Radio.
0: So Alison has messaged in to say she has a cat that she loves two bits. She's contrary, she says, of course she is, and rules the roost, but she wouldn't have it any other way. She loves a furry, purry cuddle. Alison, that is indeed how it is with a cat. I used to have four, and cuddles were what when they wanted one, and that's about the size of that, I think. Have you ever had cats, Michael?
1: No. No, <laughs> uh, no, 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 no. I'm sorry, I'm wrong. With my ex, we had two cats. Oh, did you? And um, the, the uh, male cat uh, behaved like a dog. It's great. <laughs> um, you know cats if you roll them on their tummy and you try and tickle their tummy they rip your hands off
0: oh yeah that's the thing that's upset. he loved it okay he
1: absolutely loved
0: well it. the thing is they don't i don't obviously they don't know their claws are sharp and they hurt you but i used to be just covered in scratches everywhere yeah. and i, I was marveling at that with sonny he likes a little tummy rub uh, but i don't get scratched so that's a, a bonus right yeah.
1: but i am i'm not a cat man uh and cats are cats know what they want uh dogs just want to be loved
0: they're doing this sometimes look at you and you think oh god I'm going, they're going to kill me yes. <laughs> they're a bit scary um i've also had a message in from georgia oh from monaco hey oh georgia bring some class and an international feel to the show we like that she says she's having a wonderful time on holiday But she's missing her dog, Olaf. Oh, cute. And says it's hard to leave him, but so much fun to see them again. Well, it really is, Georgia. I'm like that when I go to the shops, (laughs) when I miss my little dog too. So I hope you have the best holiday and a great time when you reunite with Olaf. Um, I'm assuming that's the same for you, Michael, but you tend to take Bruce just about everywhere with you. Yeah,
1: I can't take him abroad, but uh, last uh, November, we went to the Welsh coast uh, to a little cottage, and just him and me and it was the, the beach, was mostly the beach is mostly deserted. amazing.
0: Out and there, we walked aren't they? for
1: miles and he was like going, this is fun. Yeah. And it was fun. Uh and it was really nice just to walk for miles every day on the beach.
0: I kind of feel that I almost like to move. To, what now? No, Yeah, let's go <laughs> um, to somewhere that's got massive beaches because that's my happy place for sure. Yeah, and you have to be... Dogs thing love is, it.
1: They do. They, uh, the only challenge is you've got to find a beach where you're allowed to do that. Cornwall's
0: uh-huh. um, pretty good like that.
1: There are, if you look around, and that's the other thing that I think there's also really important that's the responsibility of a dog yes the responsibility of a dog is not just to love the dog you've got to look after the dog do. which means you have to pick stuff up yes and it's uh, the
0: worst job in the world it, actually that is
2: it's disgusting. it is it,
1: it can be depending on how they're feeling um and they they undermine dog owners but but of course you have to find the right beach and then when you're there you have to be responsible but i have found great beaches and yes i that concept of this cottage here can i have it please and i'd come and, and yeah you know it, there would be an uh, there would be a sense of i have arrived
0: yeah and gorgeous. i'm and
1: i've been nomadic all my life uh and i but i have this sense that one day i'll be either on a boat or by the sea
0: yeah i feel a bit the same way to be honest um i remember taking sunny round um Hengisbury head a few months ago um And he absolutely loved it, of course. So What dog doesn't love running along the beach? He got rather giddy and um, there's the wind and the sun and, oh, my days, it was just beautiful. Uh, It's good for your soul. Yes. So we've got another question in from Paul. Oh, and Stuart, and I'm going to add my name to this list as well um, because they've written in to say... That they're single guys. Oh, well, I'm a single gal, not a single guy. Uh, but they are both saying, and so am I, that being single is amazing. And having a dog, oh, Michael, I'm going to add you to this list as well, is amazing. And having a dog is the best addition to the house. Right on all fronts there, guys. Um, do you think Bruce agrees with you on that, Michael?
1: Uh, I, I don't think it, First of all He doesn't have any choice But <laughs> no. he, I think Do you know It's an interesting dynamic That uh, If I meet someone and four, And then and I go And this is my dog And the dog goes Yeah And I go Okay Goodbye um, And, and I, I do remember When I first found myself And I went onto a dating site And I met this I didn't meet actually uh, We never got that far um, But and um, She said she didn't like animals And I said Well why are we doing this She said Well if you love me You'll get rid of your dog Oh and I, I did No and I went, no I went, no It's not
0: happening Goodbye. Yeah.
1: <laughs> because I, that's it. Yeah. I, it's me and the dog. If you can't cope with the dog. And I, and I did meet a, a lovely woman, but she was very OCD in her house, which was black and grey. And I, and I went to stay there on one occasion. This was <laughs> about Bruce. four years ago. And um, Bruce came and we had double-sided tape picking up hairs and he had to sit in the corner. And that was the last time I saw her. Yeah. So, and, and I remember leaving in the car going, so saying to Bruce, uh, well, that was it, Bruce. We're not coming back there, are we? That was and that went, when, oh, okay, I'm going to sleep.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Made a doggy noise and yeah.
1: farted and went no. to sleep. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Very nice. Yes. Um, I've got to say, I I, I, don't... I always
1: prompted that from him. It was kind of <laughs> the right thing to do.
0: Um, don't prompt it from him now because he's lying at my feet. Yet. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know about that situation. I, I'm almost reluctant to put myself in, the, in that place because... Um, I I think I'd be really cross with somebody. I can I don't think I'd take that very easily. To be honest with you,
1: I've and I I I, I've, I, had, I for a brief period for a few months I did try, and there was another lady, and we went for a walk with Bruce, and she seemed, to, and then she started telling Bruce what to do. Yeah, and I'm like going, "Hello, excuse me, my dog, my rules." Yeah, and yeah. that that goes all the way back to when I was a young boy, and it wasn't my dog, and and my life was being changed because of it. So that for me was was absolutely my dog I I'm the same
0: totally the same and in actual fact I've not had a partner in all the years that I've been separated because I didn't want somebody coming in telling my children what to do I think it's a thankless task Um, and I also don't want someone coming in telling my dog what to do either (laughs) Uh, But so I'm a lost cause in a way I've kind of been on my own too long I think
1: I (laughs) I do try uh, Bruce is very very sociable and I'm quite happy for him to go off with friends Uh, and that, that encourages him so he does love lots of people but in the end if i just whistle he'll come back
0: yeah well look diana's saying that she loves your stories michael she has had the tissues out. um And that's amazing. So we are skidding right in again to the end of a show. I just can't believe it goes so fast. Um, Your life, your way is complete for another time. Um, Thank you to your guest, the dogtastic Michael Borton. I'm grateful to you for sharing your stories, Michael, and to have had you here in the studio. Um, I wish you an easy time of life and many riches on your walks with Bruce.
1: Thank you so much.
0: Uh, Thank you always to you for your questions. It's always amazing to hear what we're all going through with its variety and its contrast. And knowing that you're not the only one out there with life going on is kind of comforting in some way. Um, Now then, I want to just say, if you have a story that you would like to share with me get in touch and let's have a chat contact me on deborah at river.radio remember to favorite the podcast search for river radio your life your way or deborah fielding and click that favorite button it will tell you every time a new episode is up i'm deborah fielding i'm wishing you a week of having all the love the hugs and slobbery kisses from your dogs whether you want one or not we're playing out this week with kylie minogue and i believe in you because i do have a great week
2: I don't believe you know me, although you know my name, I don't believe the faults I have are only mine to blame, I don't believe the magic is only in the mind, I don't believe I'd love somebody just to pass the time your face, the joker's always smiling, in every hand that's down, I don't believe that when you die, your presence isn't found, I...